Oh, I must go down to the sea again, to the lonely sea and sky. I left my shoes and socks there. I wonder if they're dry. Spike Milligan, welcome to the weekly podcast. I'm Roger Stamp, bringing you music and chat from all your friends. And this week we have a very special competition you can enter. It's been created by young members of St John's Church, Broadbridge Heath, Daisy and Jack. We have recorded three sounds. See if you can guess the sounds and what they have in common. Also, Paul Scott, putting the blame on the computer. A guide is showing a visitor over a large office. They stop in front of an imposing cabinet. This is our computer, the guide explains. It doesn't actually do anything, but we blame it when anything goes wrong. Kirsten McCorkle playing her mother's favourite music. She used to say to me, go on, go on, play me the little story. And more music from Ian Gardner. But first, Charlotte and Katie Ellis. I will run to you.
Charlotte and Katie Ellis. Now for our special competition. Listen very carefully. Here's Daisy and Jack. We have recorded three sounds. See if you can guess the sounds and what they have in common. We will deliver chocolate buttons or a dairy-free alternative to the first person to email the right answer to limba-shan.parma at stjohnsbbh.org.uk. The answer will be revealed on Sunday. Remember to email the right answer to limba-shan.parma at stjohnsbbh.org.uk. Okay, so listen very carefully. They're rather quiet. Here's sound number one. Sound number two. Sound number three. And remember, they all have something in common, so you can tell us what they all have in common. The answer will be revealed on Sunday. Remember to email the right answer to limba-shan.parma at stjohnsbbh. .org.uk. Two young members of St John's Church, Daisy and Jack, and our thanks to Linfer Sean Phillips for organising that competition, and a very special welcome to the younger members of the church too. Kirsten McCorkle has sent us a piece of music. A short story by Dmitry Kavalevsky. This used to be my mother's favourite piece. She used to say to me, go on, go on, play me the little story. So here it is.
Kirsten McCorkle. If you would like to record a short piece of music or chat for this podcast, I'd be delighted to hear from you. You can record it using a voice recording app on your phone. Then email it to me at bbh.mag at gmail.com. That's bbh.mag at gmail.com. It's that email address because I'm also the editor of the Village Magazine for Broadbridge Heath. If you need help with the recording, just ask. I'll talk you through it. Put the blame on who? Paul Scott has sent his latest Bleatings from Bluecoat. A guide is showing a visitor over a large office. They stop in front of an imposing cabinet. This is our computer, the guide explains. It doesn't actually do anything, but we blame it when anything goes wrong. Yes, I know, the cartoon is out of date. Computers are smaller now and so common that no one would need to show them off. The need to find something or someone to blame, however, remains as strong as ever. Why do we do it? Perhaps because if we blame someone else, we don't have to consider that the fault might lie with us. Does the Bible tell us anything about blame? Yes, it does. Only a few chapters on, we find that the man and woman have eaten the forbidden fruit. (laughs) Definitely not an apple, by the way. What happens when God accuses them of disobedience? The man blames the woman, so what's new? But he also indirectly blames God, the woman you put here with me. The woman in her turn blames the serpent. An isolated incident? Move on to the book of 1 Samuel and we find King Saul about to face the Philistine army. His troops are quaking with fear and begin to edge away. When Samuel doesn't turn up at the expected time, Saul decides to offer up the sacrifice himself, though this was forbidden. Scarcely has he finished when Samuel does arrive and is furious. Saul replies, when I saw the men were scattering and that you did not come at the set time, it's all your fault, Samuel. Don't blame me. Move on into the New Testament and we find Pilate literally washing his hands before condemning Jesus to death. You can't blame me, people. I'm not at fault. Yes, but the one he was condemning was the only one who was completely without fault, yet in his love accepted all our faults. Now, when we know that we're ready to blame for something, we can take our responsibility and ask God for forgiveness, knowing that he freely gives it. By the way, my dictionary tells me that blame comes from the same root as blaspheme. So that if I blame someone else, I'm effectively blaspheming. Now that should bring me up short next time I try it. Paul Scott Worship now from Ian Gardner. How deep the Father's love. How deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all measure that he should give his only son to make a wretch his treasure how great the pain of searing loss 
The father turns his face away As wounds which mother chosen one Bring many sons to glory Behold the man upon a cross My sin upon his shoulders Ashamed I hear my mocking voice Call out among the scoffers It was my sin that held him there Until it was accomplished his dying breath has brought me life. I know that it is finished. I will not boast in anything, no gifts, no power, no wisdom, but I in Jesus Christ, his death and resurrection. Why should I gain from his reward? I cannot give an answer, but this I know with all my heart. His wounds have paid my ransom. Ian Gardner. More music and chat from your friends next week. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I'm Roger Stamp. Thanks for listening. Keep well 